the share it with a friend deal, even if that friend is yourself. Your McDonald's, your rules. Live your best morning with BOGO breakfast sandwiches only on the McDonald's app. Now buy one bacon, egg, and cheese McGriddles or sausage, egg, and cheese McGriddles and get a second one free. Valid for item of equal or lesser value. Limited time only at participating McDonald's. Valid one per day. Excludes one, two, three dollar menu. Visit McDonald's app for details. Download and registration required. What's going on, everybody? Welcome back. Today's uh, Thursday. Tomorrow you're going to hear a show, the big thing, and we're going to welcome you to Thursday. And the reason that is because we taped it, hoping it was going to be Thursday. But then Obi-Wan dropped. And there's so much Obi-Wan stuff. And even on Sith Council, we didn't even get to really break down the trailer because while we were taping that show, that's when the trailer dropped. So Steph and I did a reaction to it. So I figured, you know what I'm going to do today? I'm just going to go. I know you guys used to love when I did those uh, speculation videos and breaking down the trailers and the images and all that. And and then there was a brand new image of, of Darth Vader today that came out also. Um, so the majority of this is just going to be talking about that Obi-Wan trailer and going through it. So it is an episode of the big thing, but it's solo. It's me. Steph and Brett will be on tomorrow's show. So when you watch tomorrow and you go, it's no Thursday, I get it. Um, so it's going to be a lot of fun here talking about this and breaking it down. But before, if you're brand new to the channel and you saw something about Obi-Wan and the new Darth Vader image, you're like, what the hell's going on? Show a little, will you? And show some class and make sure you subscribe to this channel. Hit the notification button. Click like. That helps us out tremendously. But we're going to really deep dive into this trailer, man. And I've watched it many, many times. And I'm sure you guys have as well. And that's all we're going to do today. That's going to be it. And even and to be honest, we were even going to have, I was going to have Coy and Winston come in and talk about news for that we're going to drop on for the Friday episode. But I was like, you know what? I'm just going to de- do this one. And then those guys are going to come back in next week. So we have a lot to talk about with Obi-Wan. Let's get to it. It's the big thing. Let's do it. What's up, everybody? Welcome back. If you're brand new to the channel, welcome so very much. Welcome. It's nice to have you. What a fun day yesterday was. Besides the fact I had Korean barbecue. It's delicious. Uh, Besides that. We were doing, um, I mean, those images came out from Entertainment Weekly, and they did the, um, there's this full breakdown on, on Obi-Wan and like some, and it was some cool things that had come out and talked about this new character, the idea that the Grand Inquisitor and Vader were going to be this this trio, um, the, a new planet, the idea of what Obi-Wan has been going through. He's kind of like a broken warrior, all that stuff. And, and then you get those images, you're like, okay, well, we're, well that means we're going to get a, a trailer in a couple of days. Well, not a couple of days, two hours later. You didn't give anybody any time to marinate. And who's complaining about that? It was a blast to get it, man. It was a blast to get it. We we wound up getting this um this trailer and it, it dropped and and I was uh it, it was funny because if for those people who were watching Sith Council last night, Steph and I were were watching we're doing we're doing council and then it's like, hey, look at this. There's a trailer. And we're like, What? What are you talking about? So we just like abruptly just cut Sith Council off because we wanted to react to the trailer, and we did so. We talked about it. So, But as I mentioned in the beginning of this, we didn't really have a, an opportunity to really deep dive into it. So I think this is similar to what I would do on um, on Boba Fett, where I would, it, it, although I haven't seen the episode, obviously, so it's just the things that I have seen I can I can speak on. Oh, that's good. So check your email, by the way. 
Anybody who just got that email, just check your email. Okay, good. It's good. All right. So let's just start from the second this thing begins, right? And what I love, that's the last shot. It's not the one we're going to look at here. And this is the stuff that, this is the Obi-Wan. These are the images that we've already seen, obviously. And this is something from, not from the trailer itself, but from the Entertainment Weekly. We'll go through this again. This one we did see from the trailer, the new character, Reva. Um, and then this is the the cave that it looks like. And I'm showing these for a reason, obviously, because I think it all fits into what we saw in, in the trailer. Because here he is in the in this cave, which seems to be not too far from where Luke is, right? And then... This is where this this gnarly scene of the hanging I think goes down, and we'll find out. Uh, they, they shot some. They, they put some things in backwards to try to trick us, and I think uh, maybe we'll figure it out. But here's this face to face. I don't think this is as much of a face to face as we think it is. I think that as he's lined up in the, uh, you know, watching the hanging, she's just basically talking to people, telling them, "Hey, listen." Or, or if you know where there's some Jedi, you better tell us. That means everybody, and she just kind of goes face-to-face with them. I don't think there's a big standoff between the two of them. Uh, we see Obi-Wan with this stinking thing, and it, it definitely um, it definitely shows up in the trailer. All right, here's the trailer. Now, let me tell you, man, what's so cool about the beginning of this trailer that I get the goosebumps every time. You remember the feeling? Maybe a lot of you don't. You might have been too young. But th- there was a feeling when the Force, no, the Force Awakens, um, the Phantom Menace trailer came out with the Every Legend has a beginning and all that stuff, and it was there was like this magical kind of moment and music that played in the beginning of it, and that's what I felt like when I was watching this. And every time I watch this scene, and you can see, and I don't know if it's a matter of they're teasing you with the Force, or whatever it is, because the rocks are moving, but probably not. Um, but Obi Wan is on that stinking thing. And he's and he's walking towards it, and we we know that he's kind of. For God's sakes, man, turn off your stuff. Turn off your stuff. Okay. So here he is now, and this is going to be. I think what I love about it, and what I think is smart, is the majority of the images are the beginning of the series. They're not showing you much outside of it. Maybe a couple of things, but not much outside of it. We're getting that Obi Wan's just kind of a broken down dude. He's even said it. He's like. It's over. We lost. I'm just accepting the defeat. I, I know what my task is. I got to protect this kid. So here I am in the in the Tatooine village. See this Tatooine to me. I mean, again, I I don't know. I haven't seen the series yet. What I'm seeing, this looks more Tatooine-ish than what we saw in in Boba Fett with the modern spy kid stuff. But that's you know. And again, I I liked Boba Fett, so I'm not one of these people that like just hated it. But I just this looks more like the Tatooine that I remember from the uh, from the movies. However. Doesn't mean it couldn't. It can't change when you're when you're watching it. Um, either way, he's he's accepting what he's doing, and he's just sad. You know, he's sad, and he's doing he's doing this. He's like a blacksmith or something. Whatever he's doing, he's he's doing his work inside the village. And 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 again, I think there's a cheat of the scene because here here he is with the that's he was with that stinking thing for sure. But I also think that here he is. This is him. I think this might also be him going to that cave that we're gonna see. As he's just kind of riding through. Remember when that when that art came out, the concept art for Obi Wan a while ago. Inside of that first teaser, they had him on one of those things, and this is probably this is probably it. So this is him. This is it's like you know this is on his he's on his lunch break. He's got his ham sandwich and he's eating on the side. And and what does he do? If people didn't know better, there's some creepy old man spying on a kid. But we know better. We know what he's doing. He's he's making sure that. 
that Luke is okay. And he's in, and I love the, I love this shot. I love that he knows, and this is also his time as a, as a general. He's, he's got to scope himself out and get himself into a place where he's, um, he's set up and he, and he, and he stays hidden, as they say in the trailer. And here he is. He's, he's looking from the side and, and while he's there, he's watching, he's watching, uh, that that famous that famous area that we know, and then we, here we go. Here we see it. I love this shot, man. This shot is so great for people listening on audio. This is the shot where um, he's he's got the he's got the um, he's got the binoculars and he's he's looking out. And we get we get that old school. We, we this is where I'm saying there's a perfect mixture. This whole trailer is a perfect mixture of prequels, original trilogy, and. Um, and the and rebels, it's a it's a great mixture between the three of them, that I think blends together very well. And the music, both uh, heroes and, uh, and and duel of fates and battle of heroes and duel of fates together mixing together works so well with a little bit of a twist. And it's and it's relevant. It's not the music's not just in there because oh well this 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 is classic Star Wars music and it it, it just people will recognize it. No, it. It, it's relevant to the whole story, the, the the breakdown of the brothers that were Anakin and, and Obi Wan, and now here's this, and and here he is, broken, just down, and and this shot is is pretty great, where you got young Luke, and he's watching him, and it's very reminiscent to when Anakin was practicing and for the for the pod racing, getting ready for the pod racing, uh, who knows, maybe those even Anakin's goggles, I don't know. But either way, this is like young Luke. Not going to judge young Luke's brown hair because I haven't seen the show yet. But um, who knows? Either way, I love the idea that he sees young Luke. And here's this breakdown of, of we know that how relevant this mission is. Um, and then we switch on in and there's, there's Obi-Wan. This is just the beginning of the trailer. You know, you know that this is everything we've known about the trailer. I mean, excuse me, about the series that a lot of people just assume when you assume there's going to be an Obi-Wan series set 10 years after Revenge of the Sith, the first thing you think of is, okay, well, it's got to be his adventures on Tatooine looking over young Luke. Everybody assumes that. And that's exactly what they give you right up top because that's what he would be doing. It's this other stuff now. And this I love, like the Sands of Tatooine brushing away the Lucasfilm uh, emblem, which is which is fantastic. And then we get the Inquisitor's. I think this is a Grand Inquisitor's ship, and talking about Jedi and why they're so easy to hunt, and and just the idea that they they can't change their mantra, and it's like their, you know, their kindness is their weakness type of thing, and and they then they fly, and it's the classic, even though they're not, they're not Sith per se, but they're dabbling in the dark side. It's that classic kind of black and red. I love the idea of it, and then we're showing that the Grand Inquisitor. Now people have have a lot of, I mean, I shouldn't say everybody, but a lot of people have an issue with with the way the Grand Inquisitor looks. I think he looks too much like uh, Pinhead from um, Hellraiser. Um, he's got a fatter head than the one in the in the comics, or in the in the Rebel series. He's got a fatter head. Who cares? If the character's good and it works, you know? I didn't mind Bane looked a little different. I don't mind in live action that the, the Grand Inquisitor looks a little different. He's got a, this guy's got a fat head. What are you going to do? you going to shrink his head? Give him his fat head and let him go about his business. If he's menacing, who cares? He's, you know, they even said, hey, your head got fat since since you cartooned it up. He's like, yeah, I've been working out my head. I got a big fat head now. And, I, and they drew on my head. Kind of looks like Vader a little bit too when Vader took off the mask. So maybe that's what they were going for. 
But either way, it's a creepy science fiction fantasy character, so give me a break. Um, and then I love the brother from, uh, and the dude from, uh, oh, what's his name? Shoot. Oh, my God. I'm, I'm terrible with names, so you guys know that. Uh, Fast and Furious. Uh, he's playing the brother, I think, from uh, from Rebels as well. You see him. But this is an interesting conversation that they're having here. Where I don't necessarily think, even they showed the Grand Inquisitor ship going in, I don't think that that's where they are right now. I think they're in like a Tatooine village or something because this dude that he's talking to seems like, you know, he's like making burgers or something. And then he's like getting quizzed by the Inquisitor. And then this cat in the back has like a Starbucks coffee. So I don't think, uh, I I don't think this is the the same meeting. I think this is, this, this is, they're, they're, you know, saying, hey, we're the Jedi, dickbag. Tell me where it is. Now this is like the this is the bus this is the bus that takes uh, Obi Wan to work. It seems like you know the voiceover during the actual trailer is more about the Jedi and how they're easy to spot and their weaknesses and all that. But this this particular shot is Obi Wan going into the village, and they probably I would assume every what's the best is here. Well, there's two two aliens. There's majority of these people are, are humans. And then you get the guy in the far back against the wall that seems like he's, got, he's either got a mask on or he's an alien. And then you got penis nose all the way over to the two over from, uh, from Obi-Wan. Bad rap. Or I don't know. Maybe the sun just fucked that guy's nose up. I don't know. Either way. Disaster. Poor bastard. Losing Tatooine. He's got a face like that. Terrible. Um, anyway. So they're, they're, none of these people look happy. They all look depressed. They're all working in the, in, it's like, it, it's just very reminiscent of just the, the factory worker just kind of going and doing their thing in the hot blazing sun under, under the emperor's regime, right? Under the emperor, it's, it's different in, in Boba Fett, even it's just kind of chaos and on Tatooine. There's really no one holding it down. This is, this is, and granted the empire is, is not really running Tatooine, but it's not, it's not good. It's not good. And, you know, we, we've seen what the Empire can do on Tatooine in, in New Hope. When they come in, they, ca- they cause havoc. So this, this is the dark times, as Obi-Wan talks about. So here he is, and he's just not, just not doing well. Not doing well. So this is the meeting, I think, that we probably do see once. As I said, I think they jump around from shot to shot, which is good, which is smart, which is what they do in trailers. But it almost looks like they're underwater here. So maybe, maybe so, because it looked like they were on water at one point inside of that... Uh, when he was approaching, so maybe the thing goes underwater. Who knows? But it looks like they're underwater at the moment, and this is maybe the introduction of Reva. I don't know, but there's um, there's it's it's going to be pretty heavy on the Inquisitors, and there's a lot of people who don't watch, who didn't watch Rebels, and I think that even in um, Fallen Order, the video game, there was a lot of Inquisitor stuff too. I um I bailed on that game not because it wasn't a good game, because I just got bored with falling off trees and hills. And, and not being able to, they don't tell you where to go after a while. Enough games, the games I like is they, they also make it for people who are shitty at games. It's like, this guy keeps falling off cliffs. All right, well, just show this dummy where to go. They don't tell you where to go. They just let you fall off cliffs for 25 hours. I gave up. It was, a, it was definitely a me thing, not them. But either way, Inquisitors are back. And they're having these conversations. And it looks like the Inquisitors are going to be the ones for sure. I, I don't think Vader is going to be a heavy focus in the first couple episodes. I think they're going to save Vader for like 
episode, you know, maybe pops into two. But I think between three and six is where we start to really see Vader. If it what I was going to guess. I think the Inquisitors are going to be the full the full force of, of the villains and Reva for sure in the beginning. If I was to uh, put some bets down. Now this, this is no joke here. This, this thing they're going now again in the trailer it's it's backwards I think because they show that they, they they'll go through no stops to you find the Jedi and the Jedi resists I'm gonna make an example out of this hump and that's what they did I mean this is a darker series right now you they, they, we're putting him out there hang his ass in front of everybody else again it's that kind of grimy dirty look of Tatooine that I like but then you go backwards. Well, this is this is, I guess, right afterwards. I would assume they hung him up, and then she has her speech to the "Don't harbor Jedi," or you know, you're going to be in some deep shit. And they show, um, they show Owen. This is a good, good shot, of Owen, and a great way to reestablish Joel Edgerton, who has since since he's been in the prequels. I mean, when he did prequels, he was he was unknown, and since then, he's been in so many great movies and done. And he's a great director, and he's done a lot of great things. And I mean, Warrior is one of my favorites. He didn't direct that, but he was in it. But um. He's done a lot of great things, um, and now to have him back, it's going to bring a lot. It's going to pull a lot of weight. And I think Deborah Chow says as much inside of the the Entertainment Weekly uh, interview. She's talking about how thank God George cast him because, like, that's all I can say. But man, the scenes he's going to have with Obi Wan, he's got it. They got to establish a lot of the stuff that the the bad blood that they ultimately have from 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 where. They don't look like they have much of a problem in Revenge of the Sith, but by the time you get to Obi, Obi excuse me, um, New Hope, he wants nothing to do with him. That was just a crazy old man. So he's pissed. Just wants to live. And he wants to protect. Uh, he wants to protect Luke. Now they jump back here. And we're going to see. They talk about this new planet, and and Obi Wan is. And I love the the fact because I know that we, there was this big discussion, by the way, from from a lot of. When we've been talking about Obi-Wan, we keep talking about the planets, and we keep talking about whether he was going to go off-world. And I was like, no, I can't go off-world. He's got to stay on Tatooine. I was like, you got to take him off Tatooine. For a lot of different, even before Boba Fett, I was like, you got to take him off Tatooine. He's got to do some things. He's got to, whether he's going to Alderaan or if he's trying to sneak back to Coruscant or whatever he's going to do. I love that they told you that he's going off-world before the thing even started. And they show you scenes from this new planet, which is that they said it's something like um, comparison to uh, like Hong Kong. And that's exactly what... What seems to be what seems to be happening here, um, and we have a lot to to go over more so with um, with that. But before we even do that, I want to tell you guys: protect your bulls, protect your bulls, because guess what I was doing? I was splish splashing, I was taking a bath, and I noticed. You know what? I got some beautiful bulls. You know why that is? Our friends at Manscaped, they are the global leader in below-the-waist hygiene. They turn men's shower dreams into their favorite routine with the all-new Ultra Premium Collection. So all-in-one hygiene skin and hair bundle, and it's designed to upgrade every man's shower routine from head to toe. It's your skin, it's your hair, it's your bulse. Save big by going to manscaped.com. You get 20% off for free shipping, but you got to use that code BIGTHING. How many times have I talked about Manscaped on this show? There's a reason why I continue to talk about Manscaped on this show because I love it. I use it all the damn time. It is great whether it's the the, the nose trimmer, uh, the lawnmower. There's so much. They have so many great things. They're always coming up with new stuff, which I love also. And they have the uh, the ultra premium body wash, the aloe vera, the sea salt to keep your skin feeling clean. It's you feel moisturized all day, and then. 
Not sure if you heard that correctly, but the body wash is cologne infused, so that's some, someone special in your life is absolutely going to love it. So much you can do with it. You can if you have um, if you have tattoos or if you have dry skin, like you can hit your skin with the hydrating body moisturizer spray. And if you once you hop out of the shower, you protect yourself from body odor by applying on the Manscaped aluminum free deodorant that they have now. The, the deodorant dries clear and it's also cologne infused, as I told you before. So the the thing that I've been using forever is the lawnmower 4.0. It's the best part. I love it. It's the electric trimmer. trimmer. You clean off any unwanted body hair that you have. It's waterproof, so you bet it's a major key to the new shower routine. This whole bundle that they have is going to change your life, and I want all of my listeners out there to live your best lives. So all you got to do is get 20% off and free shipping. You got to use that code BIGTHING at manscaped.com. That's 20% off and free shipping, but you have to use that code BIGTHING at manscaped.com. It is time to get wet and clean with your new Manscaped shower routine. All right. Let's hop back into it. Let's hop back into it. So we get Reva now, and here she is, um, and this new planet that we just talked about. And obviously, we know that she's hunting Obi-Wan. She's coming after. She must get to get a tip on Obi-Wan. And maybe there's more people on Obi-Wan, or maybe not. Maybe he doesn't have a tip on Obi-Wan. Maybe, that, maybe Obi-Wan and her are there for the same reason, to protect somebody else. Because we see, um, we see the brother walking around, it seems like, also. So there's like a... a she seems to be going rogue. She doesn't seem to be running with the rest of the Inquisitors. She seems to be running rogue. But she's looking. She's looking in the city, and I like the, I like this new city idea. Also, really dig it. Like, uh, and then she just she, I don't know. She yeah. She knows she knows something's going down. But then we go back to say Tatooine, and so the ships look great. And so, our lady from uh, Game of Thrones and Rome, and um. Always been a big fan of hers. I'm not buying the full Empire thing yet. I think there's some rumors about it also, but I'm not buying it. Now, some people think that she might be Ray Sloan. I don't think so. I don't think so. She's going to be somebody else completely. I think she's going to wind up helping Obi-Wan. But we'll see. Maybe I'm wrong. Because there's not much of her in here, so it could be a pretty, it could be a pretty quick thing like maybe she's the one who who gets him mission possible very possible but i love her she's a great actress great actress so here's another inquisitor and now they're on that planet again and they're just it's just like they're just wrecking shot man invader is is calling out and throwing his throwing his his rottweilers on everybody and they're causing havoc so this look so so here's here was the biggest thing that I was kind of talking about. I think if you guys watched me my reviews on on Boba Fett, and people were like, well, it doesn't. It, wouldn't it make sense to have some kind of modern looking stuff on? It was like, not on Tatooine though. Like you see this look here on this planet, I'll buy it. Like if if the if the Power Rangers showed up zipping around on those bikes here, I I'd be like, okay, it looks like it's the same kind of feel. And I don't want to hear that they transported it on there. Get out of here with that. How do they afford all that stuff? Anyway, um, but this guy's got a, a some fruit in his hat, and and she's got kind of a flock of seagulls thing going on on the side. Seems like she could be in like, like a John Hughes film, ready for Molly Ringwald to show up. Um, but you know, either way, they don't look happy. They look like they're they're being scolded. And Obi Wan's watching all of it. Obi Wan's there. He's in the shadows. He's there for a reason. So we know he's on this planet. And we know that he's got, he's, at this point, I think he's, he's gotten back to, 
he's gotten out of that depression and he, and he knows that he's got to get back into it. And, and this kid just kind of wandered onto the set and they said, Hey man, where's your costume? And he said, don't worry about it. Um, okay. I like the droid. I like the idea of talking. Now, who is this droid? What are we going to do? We're going to find out more about this droid. I think so. Maybe it's a new character. Love it. Is a stormtrooper. Now, there's this shot that someone sent me on Twitter. Also, what is this here? Is this Cody? Is this is this somebody else? Is this what's that saber, or is it a saber? What is it? What's the significance? Why are they doing close up of it? I have no idea, but I like the speculation. Now we go back to uh, Reva, and here she is. Now she's doing like this this straight up jump. She's ruthless, man. They said it as much, and Deborah Chow described her as much, and she's just flipping around, running around through the city. And I dig it. I like what she's doing. She's running on her. I like that she's on her, on her own. And then we get to the the Grand Inquisitor, and he's. He, if if you are not familiar with Rebels, this guy doesn't mess around either. I mean, he was this. This is why one of the reasons I fell in love with Rebels. Um, he cut a dude's head off in Rebels. You didn't necessarily see the 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 slice, but you you knew it. You knew what happened. He's so he's not a good dude at all. Um, he's going to wind up. And especially now his head's got fatter. He's going to wind up doing some stuff that's, uh, I think, pretty brutal in this series. And so I wouldn't be surprised if this guy eats a face full of uh, that, that saber unless Obi-Wan comes in to save him. But I, I, I think that this guy's going to cause some havoc. I really do. Um, okay. So next shot here, and then this is the, we got the brother with the runner with the stormtroopers, and it's got a Blade Runner feel to it also. But let me see if I can zoom in on this one a little bit. Yeah, so you can see him a little more clear now. Because I know that they had mentioned, yeah, you see him a little more clear now. Yep, definitely a dude from uh, Fast and Furious. So, which is great. He's going to have a lot to do also. And I think he's, I think he's actually pretty relevant in uh in full and order from what i from what i know again like i said i bailed on it but excited to see him see what he's gonna do and then so this shot this this shot blended in when i took when i took the screenshot of it it's a, it's a blend in from both and i want to focus less on the guy um here because we'll get into that on the next shot i want to go more so into the two pods that are here and two escape pods now where are those escape pods going is one of them obi-wan is one of them, you know, is it something else going on with the Empire? Is it, I don't know. But I like I like this callback. This is what I meant with the with the original trilogy and how that kind of ties in. There's so I mean the music alone with the Duel of Fates and everything else, that ties into the prequels wonderfully. Um and then the Inquisitors tie in the Rebels, but there's a, these ties to the OT that I like very much. Now this is the shot. So this if I'm gonna bet everything that I have, the one sure bet I'm gonna make is this is the guy that's gonna be hanging in the in in Times Square or whatever it is in the middle of uh, Tatooine pretty soon. I think he's probably a Jedi. He's on the run. This is maybe the first time we really meet Reva showing her hunting. She's going to find him. She's going to kill him. She's going to hang him. And then she's going to tell everybody else, you hide these Jedi and you're going to have to answer to me. So I think uh, that's, that's if I was, I was, that does, maybe they want to trick you and make you think that that's Owen, but it's not. It seems to be the dude that they're gonna that they're gonna hang later on. I don't know what this is. I have to watch like a Star Wars explained video or something and and see because I don't I don't I don't know the significance of this. I'm sure someone in the comments will tell me what it is, but I I have no idea what this is. 
Um, I don't know who it is. I assume that it's Reva again because then they, they do, when they pull back from this, it does seem in the general area and it looks like she's squaring off with somebody and then there's this shot and I think it's Obi-Wan that there's a battle with but he doesn't, you know, he's normally not doing blasters. Everyone's talking about these birds. I took a shot of the birds. Oh yeah, there's that, I don't know, there's another shot when he's doing whatever the hell he's doing. Um, but anyway, this is him at the very end, the last shot where he's starting to get weathered down. He's he's trying to figure it all out, and he's he's hurting, man. Someone told me yesterday because I I've been pretty adamant that I think Liam Neeson's going to show up. And somebody told me, and I I've fallen off the canon stuff. I don't really read the comics and the books as much as I used to. But someone told me that in one of the novels, or uh, I guess that they said that Qui Gon didn't show up to talk to Obi Wan until ten years after Revenge of the Sith. So that ties into this. We could potentially see it for the first time in this, if that is indeed the case. So, a um, lot of great stuff going on in this trailer, though. A lot of really, really good stuff. Now, before we get into anything else, I also wanted to tell you guys about Sunday. If you didn't know about Sunday, I've been talking about Sunday a lot, and we talk about a lot on uh, on Sith Council, for sure. So, a lot of people, you're not really thinking about your lawn in the wintertime, right? Especially now. But I'll tell you what, right now, it's the time to actually prep for it this year. You're probably thinking, that, well, I got too much to do in order to get my lawn green and in order to get my lawn healthy again. I, I don't want to think about it. Well, that's the beauty of Sunday. It just takes all the work out of it for you. Sunday can help you grow a beautiful lawn without the guesswork or the nasty chemicals. Their custom plan includes fertilizer and everything you need to easily care for your lawn and with ingredients like seaweed, iron, molasses, you can feel good with the kids and the pets being around. You just attach the ready-to-use pouch to a garden hose and you spray it. It takes less than 15 minutes. And the best of all is that the stuff really works. So Sunday is offering Big Thing listeners 20% off. Full season plans start at just $129 and you can get 20% off at checkout when you visit getsunday.com slash bigthing20. That's 20% off your custom plan at getsunday.com slash bigthing20. Get that stuff, man. It's good. All right, there's other stuff, though. There's other stuff to talk about, and we're gonna, we'll are gonna finish up the, the Star Wars talk um, because this is one of the bigger things that came out this morning. What I loved about the trailer and what I mentioned with Steph when we were talking, I love that we didn't get Vader. Don't need him. Don't need him in this. Sell me it on it on on Obi Wan. Sell me on it and everything else. I don't need Vader on it. They did the breathing at the end, and yeah, we caught it. It was it, it's pretty clear if you listen to it if you're watching it with headphones. But um, yeah, but you don't need him in this trailer. I'm not saying don't put him in the next one. You know, maybe mark it with him on the next one to show people what's going down, and maybe even a one shot of Obi Wan and Vader squaring off, and then the sabers come out, and you're like, okay, I guess I got to watch that. But you didn't need him for this one, not for the first teaser. But what they did do, what I really liked a lot, they released an image today. This is the first image of Hayden Christensen as Vader. He's back. Ten, this is Vader, 10 years young. Remember, Vader's only 10 years old at this point. Vader, not Anakin. Vader is 10 years old. And they interviewed him, and they asked him, like, you know, were you going to see him in the chamber? Were you going to see more of his face? And he's like, I can't answer anything. All I can tell you is that you're going to see a very powerful Vader at this point. You're going to see him kind of at his height. And that's what we're looking for here. And remember, the other thing is that uh, I think John Williams is coming back to score some of this stuff, too. 
So we're going to get some fun stuff from Williams. But the idea that Vader is back and Christensen is back as him, there's really not much, I think. Let me see. I'm going to go to Star Wars Newsnet, see if there's anything that they have on it. But I don't think so. Um, yeah, this is a new, this is like a new Star Wars game, but this is, oh yeah, here we go. This is the, uh, this is the article. I'll read it. I'll, but they have a day after the big release is the first set of pictures by entertainment. Let's see. Uh, yeah, he said, I wish I could tell you more. I'm sworn to secrecy. He did say, we're just going to see a very powerful Vader. Um, oh, okay. Let's, there's a little more. I guess there's a little more. Let's, let's, it's not from him per se, but this is from. Series writer Joby Harold was also asked how much Vader we could expect in this show, and a question that is certainly pertinent after watching the teaser trailer with no Vader in it, except for his breathing at the end. This is what he teased. His shadow is cast across so much of what we do, and the, the degree of his proximity to that shadow is something we'll discover, but he's very much part of the show emotionally for Obi-Wan, and possibly beyond that as well. While the picture isn't much on its own, it marks the beginning of a wonderful time. The Obi-Wan Kenobi marketing train has left the station. is not stopping anytime soon. Blah, blah, blah. Um, who wrote this? Was the great Miguel? Did Miguel write this? I don't know. We'll find out in a second. He did. Miguel Fernandez over at Star Wars Newsnet. Uh, check out our buddies over there at Star Wars Newsnet, especially, uh, especially Miguel Fernandez. He's great. So I'm loving that, man. I'm loving it. I'm loving what we're seeing here so far and loving what I'm hearing so far because we've got, um, I, you know, it's, people, it's so funny because when I, I, for five years since they've been talking about Obi-Wan, I used to get into it, whether it was with Campia or Ellis or whoever it was talking about that I, I wanted, I, that it made sense that Vader had to be in this series one way or another. Or not series, movie, whatever it was, had to be in this because of the line that, what Vader says to Luke in Return of the Jedi, which is Obi-Wan once thought as you did. And I think that's the catalyst of this whole series. As the writer said, it's like he's always in his mind. Like He's got to believe there's still good in him because that's what Padme tells him in Revenge of the Sith. There's still good in him. And it sticks with him. And I hope they use a flashback of it. I hope they use some more things. He's got to believe it. And he's got that sense. And maybe he senses him that he's got to go find his buddy. And he's got to figure it out. And I think there's probably like one last battle that they have at the very end of it. I don't think he should be a massive force throughout it. I think that very similar to what they did, whether it was maybe a little bit more than Rogue One, but still that same type of power where you don't see him, you only see him a couple of times, but when you do, it hits. Stay away from the jokes. But the other, Rebels is the other side of it. Rebels, when they used him, same thing. He popped up quite a few times in Rebels, and when he did, it was powerful. And Vader and uh, Vader and um, and Filoni always said that it's like you, you don't want to use him too much. You don't want to take the mystery out of it. When you use him, you got to use him good and real good. And it's also you don't bring Hayden Christensen back to use him fifteen minutes. You use him to to use him. And I I think and he's also coming back for Ahsoka, which will be very interesting how they how they pull that off or how they're what how they're going to do it in general. So, um. So I'm digging that. Um, I'm digging the way that they're setting him up. And, I, and as I said, I'm glad that they didn't put him in the beginning. They got to show you that the Inquisitors are going to be the main. It reminds me very much so of Rebels, where Rebels was, you knew that Vader was going to be in season two. I think it was season two. Was it one? I think it was two. I can't remember. Either way, whenever season when he was in it, he was, oh, he was in one, wasn't he? He was in one. I don't freaking remember. It's a long time since I watched the show. Either way, I do remember him, like him, him having a presence there, and then they just started using him more when, uh, 
when it was time to really put the fear into uh, into Canaan and Ezra and all of them, it's like, okay, here's, yeah, we're doing okay against everybody else. What the hell is this that we have to deal with? And that's that's how I hope they play that with um, with Vader that uh, on this run. Um, there is some other news that is not Star Wars stuff that we can talk about, that we should talk about, that we will talk about. Um, let's talk about this one. Loving this. So people have been talking about this uh, Colin Farrell Penguin series. And it was something that was rumored for a while, or, or they were talking about it. Well, it was officially ordered at HBO Max following the Batman breaking $300 million worldwide. Matt Reeves' Batverse is rapidly growing, especially now that the Batman is open to excellent reviews and strong box office numbers. The Penguin is next, and it's on HBO Max. This is far from the first time that we've heard about the potential show. I'm reading this from Movie News Net, by the way. But nothing was really set in stone. Now Warner and HBO Max are fully committed to Reeves' neo-noir Batman universe and have ordered a series limited series that will expand on Oswald Cobblepot's story, his role in the Batman, while somewhat important was secondary to the main plot, but without getting into spoilers, he'll have a larger presence moving forward. It seems like everyone else involved in the pitch was onto something, as Colin Fellow's performance has been universally praised, but this iteration of the Penguin looks ripped straight from the pages of Batman's comic books. DC's official channels are saying this is more of a prequel story. I don't love that. I don't love that. But again, you know, we'll see. Yet Matt Raves, Matt Raves, Matt Reeves' statements appears to indicate that it might fill the gaps between the film that just opened the next major Battenson installment. I like that better. Colin exploded off the screen as the Penguin and the Batman, and having the chance to, to to thoroughly explore the inner life of that character on HBO Max is an absolute thrill. Dylan and I are excited to work with Lauren in continuing Oz's story as he grabs violently for power in Gotham. I hope that they continue it. Don't do a prequel. It, 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 it's it, they set it up so nice in the movie again without spoiling it for you guys that they should they should do a they should do the after not not the before penguin which is the working title of the show it is going to be produced by reeves dylan clark farrell and lauren lafranc who also writes and serves as showrunner she handled some of the best and most dramatic episodes in marvel's agents of shield so that's exciting news now as a side note uh, we will also mention the previously announced Gotham PD series is going through. Matt Reeves is now saying that the project has shifted to an Arkham-centric story with horror elements. I like that, which honestly sounds much cooler is what they say, and I agree. We've actually now moved into the realm of, I would much rather see an Arkham series than another detective show. Um, we actually now moved into the realm of exactly what would happen in the world of Arkham as it relates to our movie and some of the characters. It's great. Almost leaning into the idea of it's like a horror movie or a haunted house that's Arkham. That's great. Gotham PD is said to be on hold instead of dead in the water with Warner Media throwing lots of cash at HBO Max. Yeah, this is this is there. This is the way to do it. It's written by uh, Fran J. Ruiz. Oh, man. Okay. So starting with... I mean, for those people, I'm, again, I'm not going to spoil anything for you, but for the people who have seen the Batman, I mean, how do you not want to see more of Colin Farrell and what he did? So good. People who have seen the Batman, I should say. Um, yeah. I love this. I love the. I mean, I, I think that was just kind of a foregone conclusion. I'm very happy that that is going down because he's so good in it. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. This is news. This is news. This is news breaking at the moment. Okay, see, this is why I check the stuff while I'm on with you guys. All right, this is more get some more Obi Wan stuff for you guys. 
The first photo of Hayden Christensen as Darth Vader in the upcoming Obi-Wan series has been released. We, we know this. Um, while the series was designed as a limited series, there is talk of a second season that has now begun. Hey, now. First up, Deborah Chow tells the outlet the upcoming six-episode run was definitely conceived as, a, as one full story with a distinct beginning, middle, and end. However, Lucasfilm's Kathleen Kennedy admits that discussions of another run have been happening because it seems the production of this first run went so swimmingly. It's certainly something we will talk about, mainly because everybody came together and had such an incredible time. Ewan had an incredible time. Hayden had an incredible time. So certainly from that point of view, everybody involved would love to see this not end. But we have to really spend our time asking the question, why would we do it? If we were going to decide to do anything more with Obi-Wan, we'd have to really answer the question, why? Good answer. Good answer, good statement. I mean, come on. I mean, just say what you want. Good answer, good statement. The the, the obvious answer for why they'd want to do it is money and the ratings and everything that and the hype behind it, that if they can do a second season with Obi-Wan and it makes sense, they should do it. But as Deborah Chow said, if you had this designed one particular way and you can't find a way to do a second season because you've set it all up, Leave it alone and do something else. But if you can find another way to do it, you should. Um, that's interesting. That's interesting. Okay, so there's other, there's some other stuff. But before we do it, um, as I mentioned to you guys before, I don't know if you know about if you know about my bookie, but I want to tell you about my bookie. I got to tell you about my bookie. Um, so with my bookie which we have started working with, and we're very excited about that. March is here, as you know, and the madness has officially begun. It's time for you to shoot your shot and score big on the nonstop action with MyBookie. You predict winners in each round of the MyBookie bracket contest for a chance to win a Bitcoin, a Doodle NFT, which is currently valued at over 50000 and over 100000 more in cash prizes. Whether you're filling out multiple brackets, betting the national championship winner, or simply looking for player and game props, MyBookie has you covered. You got to sign up today with my bookie and use that promo code Big Thing to make your first deposit, earning a free entry into the My Bracket contest. Selections for the bracket will officially begin on March 13th and close March 17th at 12 p.m. So make sure you get your deposit in now with Big Thing to secure that free entry. Bet anything, anytime, anywhere, and use my bookie. So look, man, this is a lot, a lot of stuff going on today. I was just going to do the Obi Wan. Stuff and then it turns out you, you get we're getting Gotham, a uh, Gotham. We're getting my penguin, my penguin. We're getting mypenguin.com. Use your code, big thing. We're getting the penguin series. You're getting uh, you're getting all this stuff, and you're getting potentially Obi Wan season two. Holy moly! I finished uh, Pam and Tommy last night. Um, really good series. Breaks your heart for Pamela Anderson though, man. It really does. Really breaks your heart for her when you really. I think that the overall reason that they did this series, I know that a lot of people close to the, close to them, weren't happy that they did it. But I, I, I think it was a really good thing because I don't even when I was watching it with my wife and she wasn't, she didn't know all the details of it. She didn't know that I had heard that it was stolen. But I, everybody, I think a lot of people still thought that they that they leaked it. And when you find out the true story of actually what happened and how crazy it was, how it happened and why it happened, it wasn't even ha- it had nothing to do with Pam. It was this vendetta that this dude had against Tommy Lee. It was a real dickhead to him. Um, he stole shit from his safe, and inside of that safe was the tape. And uh, and and it just it it basically 
created the the viral uh, it, it was right when the internet was doing its thing man and starting to be not the monster that it is today you know but it was starting to starting to become it and what can happen it's it's crazy it's a crazy story and lily james and 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 sebastian stan should definitely be nominated for uh for emmys they probably will be really good and i think producing wise seth rogan seth rogan's good in the in the show i mentioned it before and watching it he's really good but he's, he's seth rogan pam um lily james and and sebastian stan become pam and tommy like they become them like you you forget that you're watching two different actors and they, they become them Seth Rogen is Seth Rogen in, in the show. He's great as Seth Rogen in the show. But, like, I would guarantee you, because the beauty is that you don't know, like, the difference is you can't be Lily James and try to be Pam Anderson because you already have a, enough of a comparison to say that's not, that's not Pam Anderson. That's just Lily James. Seth Rogen, who knows this guy Rand? Who knows him? To say that's not, he's not accurately portraying him. Who the hell knows him? So it works, and it works well. But I liked the series. Um, I did. I did. There's a Star Trek trailer out. Someone wrote me on my things. I'm more excited about Star Trek than Obi-Wan. I said, good for you, my man. Just never can get into Star Trek. I'm sorry. I'm not, I'm not shitting on you if, you if you like it. I just, it's boring to me. I don't know what it is. It's just boring. Um, I think that's it. There's really nothing else. See, is there anything else that we missed from yesterday that we can talk about? I don't think so. Yeah. That's it. Bridgerton. I don't know enough about it. All right. Well, tomorrow what we do have is, um, we got a lot of things going on tomorrow, but tomorrow we got Brett and, um, and Steph coming in, which I'm very excited about. Brett and Steph are coming in tomorrow, and we were supposed to, again, we were supposed to release it today. So you'll, when you see it, we're going to welcome you to Thursday. And just remember, it was, it was pre-taped. We're talking about the, and I just wanted to get this out too because it was more relevant. I thought you guys wanted to hear me talk about and break down the, the trailer. But what I'm very pumped about, I've been responding to, and, and I know that I'm, I am so backed up on comments. You have no idea. I would need a trip, and it's a good problem to have. I would need a trip to like New Zealand in order to respond to all of them. And I've been trying, and I've been responding. And, I, and I'm responding to, not only do I respond to people's comments when I'm going back and forth with them, and I'll do it on this video as well, but expect when I, resp- so when I respond to your comment, um, the other thing that I will be doing is I'm going to respond that I'm going to say, hey, also, please check out our new show, Friday Night Titans. We're very proud of it. It's, it's I think, Monday Night Raw, but instead of wrestling, it's movie trivia. And this Friday, tomorrow, Mr. Irwin versus Janine the Machine goes down. Former teammates, and now Ethan Betrayer. They're going to have a match tomorrow. He challenged her. She accepted the challenge. What will happen in the main event of tomorrow's Friday Night Titans? So make sure you head on over there and check it out. Uh, I want to thank you guys for sure for joining us here. I'm so happy that you did. Um, I had fun talking with you, and I hope you had fun talking with me. And please comment, and please subscribe to the podcast feed. Follow us, Spotify, all that stuff where podcasts are found all the links for our wonderful sponsors are in the description so please use those check those out that helps out the show tremendously we don't do schmobots we don't do um we don't do stream labs or super chats 
We rely on sponsors, and we rely on you guys just checking out us on audio. So please, we, we believe in our sponsors, we love our sponsors, and we would love for you guys to check out our sponsors and let us know what you're thinking of it when you, uh, when you try the product. All right, guys, thank you so very much for joining us here today on The Big Thing. I appreciate you, and we'll talk to you very, very soon. Peace. Tax day is coming. Oh, no. But if you sign up for Robinhood Gold's IRA with a 3% match, you can get up to $195 for the 2023 tax year. Oh, yeah. Sign up at Robinhood.com slash boost by tax day to get the biggest contribution match on the market. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC.